Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Today on The Geek, we're going to talk about your call center communication culture. We're going to talk about some of the things that we're doing here at Expedia that I think have really, really evolved how we communicate, how we get information out to associates. We're using Slack at a at a pretty high level, and I get a lot of questions on, on how we're using it. We did have a podcast earlier that we kind of touched on some of this, but I want to dig deeper. So again, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500-seat call center. We're an outsourcer located uh, here in the state, so we're USA-based, located here in uh, northwestern Pennsylvania. And welcome back, uh, everybody. I I want to thank again. I, I've been thanking every episode, but it just how the growth of the podcast has has evolved is is really awesome, and it's not happening without all of you out there that are kind of starting to get the word out and, and starting to to talk to your teams and your supervisors and your managers who are starting to listen a little bit. So I, I really appreciate that. We're over six thousand downloads now in the in the six months since we've started. And we're getting more engagement too on our social media assets, which I, I really appreciate because again, you know, we've talked about this. We, we'd like to get this a two-way communication, not just you know, <laughs> me uh, me preaching here. Before we get into today, um, let me ask you this as well, because right, I got to do this, or I get yelled at by my staff. If, if you can please post a review, um, especially any of you guys that are listening on iTunes or Spotify, I would I would really appreciate it. We also did move. The podcast home, the website home to um, the Expedia site. And the only reason I did that, so it is now uh, uh, ExpediaUSA.com forward slash call center geek. And those are, there's dashes between those words. The only reason I did that is selfishly, we were getting a ton of traffic going to the Buzzsprout website. And I, uh, Again, I'm not trying to sell anything, but I just I, I kind of wanted that uh, that tra- traffic coming to our website from an SEO standpoint to try to boost some other things. So, again, it's a little selfish, but uh, I think everybody can kind of understand. I just wanted to be kind of transparent on, on why we did that. But if you still go to the uh, the old website, the podcast.callcentergeek.com, it's going to just forward you to the new one. So, so you should be fine there as well. All right, I got a uh, I was on LinkedIn and there is a uh, a LinkedIn member. Her name is Melissa Love. And she is the founder at Everybody Up. She doesn't know me at all. I don't know her at all. I just I saw this post that she had, and I thought it was really cool and wanted to kind of share it with everybody. And we've actually now used this, and this is not mine. This is Melissa's, so I just I don't want to take credit for it, but it's it's pretty cool. But we've used it now for our outbound teams. So we have some you know pretty customer based outbound programs. So we don't we don't cold call anybody, but. 
Um, we do have some some social media campaigns that, that people have submitted forms and they're waiting for calls back. And, and we try to sell or, or give set appointments or, or some lead generation from that. So we've done this to motivate that team. It's about a team of about 50 reps. So there's about three teams of, of 50 on there that are kind of competing every day. And what she called this is she goes, it's called the Rock, Paper, Scissors Championship. And basically what happens is at the we've done this at the beginning of the shift. We've said, okay, everybody stand up and go walk to somebody that you really don't know or you really don't talk to that much. So they'll do that. And then they'll do a Paper, Rock, Scissors. We did a best out of three. And whoever loses becomes the fan of the person who won. And the person who won then goes and finds another person who won. Then they do paper, rock, scissors. And everybody, every time that somebody loses, they become the fan of the the person who won. So they have to cheer loud for them. And at the end, when you only have two people left, you have half the room cheering for one, half the room cheering for the other. And it was a great way to get a lot of energy going early in the morning, maybe when they're they're not as motivated or not ready to go. So, again, this is a Melissa Love. Check her out on LinkedIn. She has a lot of uh, other really cool things. I think her business is to actually motivate, uh, you know, call center associates. So, again, Melissa, thank you. Hopefully uh, you're okay for me stealing that uh, <laughs> from you. Uh, but I thought that that was really, really cool. So we've, we've done that. And then we've done even like best out of three, the whole room doing it best out of three. And then kind of doing a, a a paper rock scissors world championship quote unquote for that for that day or that week. So I don't know, kind of fun, uh, something to, to kind of get your your motivational uh, juices going with, with with your associates. All right, let's talk about the the main topic today, which I think is kind of fun and kind of cool. You know, I'm I'm calling this episode, you know, cut your cut your agents some slack. And what we've done about eight months ago is we got rid of all email in the in the call center so obviously we still have external email but when it comes to internal communication with the call center staff with the managers with the supervisors with our eqa which is our expedia quality assurance we're, we're we're fully on slack and i will tell you the really cool thing about slack is is for the very longest time in fact we've only started with the pay subscription to slack about the last two months so for the first six to eight six, seven months, we, we use the free version, which I think for 99% of you out there, the free version is going to work fine. You know, the only thing that, you know, you don't get all the functionality, but for the majority of everything, they give you a ton of functionality. I know, I believe you only get 10,000 uh, messages that it will hold till it re till it rewrites over them. But guys, 10,000 messages is a ton. And it took us months and months and months and months and months to get to that point. And we're doing a lot of communication with it. So we are doing the, the paid version now, but um, I think take a look at even the free version for all of you call centers out there, no matter how big you are. Um, and I think that you're going to find some some huge values in it. And again, I, like I said, I, I had a couple more questions on how we have things set up. So I wanted to go deeper into how we set up our Slack channels, what we're using it for and how we're using it. So there's kind of an, an understand we are a BPO, right? We're a business process outsourcer. We're an outsource call center. So customers are are contracting us and paying us to handle, you know, customer service on behalf of them for their customers. So we work with a lot of different clients, but this could be, you know, you could say just different programs or different type of call type and substitute that for, for different types of clients. So I think that it'll, it'll work no matter if you're an internal center or if, if you're a large outsourcer. So we have it set up in a couple, you know, main channels. In number one, we have our 
our production channels, right? So basically every single client, so or think of it for you guys that are, have internal sales, every different type of call type. So you might have a sales channel, you might have a service channel, you might have a tier one, tier two, tier three, however you have that set up. But for us, every client has their own channel. The client services manager um, is on that channel. Obviously, I am on that channel. And then just the supervisors uh, that, that deal with that and the, the quality assurance people. So we keep it real tight. Like with email, you can send it out to the world and, and you're scrolling through all the stuff, right? So for us, for that Slack channel, only the people who, who need to see it are, are in it. Which, which really makes it kind of top of mind, front of mind, and, and they know that if something goes in there that it's going to be interesting to them. Right? We, we have our EQA channel, which is our Expedia Quality Assurance. So anytime that we have an issue or a, a rep needs pulled or we had a good call, you know, obviously we can look at our, our, our quality assurance you know, programs for that, but this is a really quick way to kind of get some things out. Um, supervisors might say, hey, you know, Janie's – Janie's been working on, we've been working on some, some closing signals or working on her tone. Can you please monitor? And, and that's kind of how we, we use that, that channel to make sure that we're going back and forth with our, from our quality assurance guys. Obviously, our client services team, they have their own Slack channels for every single client. So if a client you know, sends reports, um, things that we want to get out to the team, you know, we have that for, for, for those guys. And then we have HR channels. So we have a staffing and an HR issue channel. So staffing basically every single day, um, you know, we're making sure that you know if there's any call-offs, those types of things that we add it to our to our uh, workforce management. Uh, workforce management then is going to kind of go back, make sure that everybody's you know understands you know what's going on from a, from a real quick standpoint. Obviously, again, we have all these reports, but we we can send the reports through the Slack channel or just give a quick heads up to hey, make sure that you know uh, everybody's you know. Wait 15 minutes before you're taking your lunch today. Those types of things that, that get out to the floor really, really fast. If we have any rep issues, um, you know, anything that that is a progressive discipline, we're going to use the HR issues uh, ta- uh, channel to make sure that you know the HR staff knows what's going on, and, and maybe if a rep's getting sent over to HR, what what happened. Um, so we kind of keep that from a documentation standpoint. We have a yay, which is I, I believe it, it's a Slack. Uh, channel that that comes with it, but it's you know, basically any type of announcement. So, everybody's birthday, anybody who has an anniversary, um, all that stuff goes in our Yay channel. You know, everybody loves the Yay channel on Friday, right? We've we've made a games uh, channel, so we keep all of our games in one channel. So, anytime that a, a supervisor wants to go play something, there's there's a repository for all that that they can just go look. Anytime that a new game gets evolved, we have a thread. Um, that's set up there um, that that they can they can add to to their games, which is which is kind of fun. The other cool thing that we've done is we've just really started doing this for the last couple months. Is there's a bot that comes with Slack, and this bot can basically be a kind of a knowledge management base. So for a lot of our programs, we'll have very basic information um, that that maybe a rep is going to need. That that happens a lot. Um, so they can actually ask a question in a specific channel, and the bot will give them the answer. So it comes kind of with its own chat bot, which is really, really, really cool. And if you take a, just a little bit of time to set it up based on what you need, um, you can have a, a repository of information that can be pulled, and that information can can go out to your reps, you know, as they need it when they're on the phone with a with an associate or with a customer. Sorry. So that's that's a that's kind of cool. 
And then, you know, we do, we have escalations, right? So sometimes if, if we are the call center we're answering and there is a, you know, maybe a tier three or an issue that the client wants their, their internal center to handle, um, we will use the Slack channel to escalate that to um, either right to our client, which we'll talk about in a second, or to our client services manager who will then, you know, pick up the phone or, or do the process maybe in Salesforce or whatever to, to get that, that to, our, to our client. The other thing that, you know, we, we've done is we've seen a lot of clients, a lot of external clients that use Slack. And so with Slack, we can actually integrate both of our, I guess, business units, so to speak, or both of our accounts so that the client can, can see our Slack channel. So we'll say external XYZ company. So anytime that the client wants to, to talk to us or wants to send what would be equivalent to an email or send those that type of information, they can do it directly to Slack. We found that this is a really cool way. You know, a lot of times customers would, would, would use Skype for business so that we could IM. So that if we did have a specific question um, for the client on a, on a program why something was going on, we would do that. But now we're seeing more and more clients that are getting away from, from Skype and getting into Slack. So we will actually just Slack our customer ask them a couple specific questions and then that will they can they can slack us right back so that's pretty cool we've been sending actually reports that we normally would do with emails we're just sending them in slack and having the customer pick them up um, read them right there and, and they can comment we you can create threads right for any topic that is in there so let's say you know, we have a, 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 a our, in our games channel, we have an outbound thread, an inbound thread, a customer service thread that we can have specific um, specific games for those things. And it doesn't kind of clog the whole channel up. They can just click on a thread and then it opens it up, um, which is, you know, kind of a kind of a, a better way to do things um, when you're when you're looking for for a couple of specific things. So, um, you know, the, the last channel, I guess, here, too, is, is there is a general channel, which is basically open to everyone. So we use that for any kind of company-wide announcements or if we're going to do any type of overall motivations or, um, you know, let everybody know what's going on on maybe a Friday night or, you know, any of those those types of things that you want to get out to the company as a whole. I will tell you, um, you have to change the culture of how you communicate when you when you get into Slack. You know, everybody's so used to email and it's kind of just set it, forget it, check your email here and there or maybe leave your email up. Um, you got to get away and you got to, you almost have to cut the core from email because we saw that. So that's what we did. We, we had both for a while. That first month we had email, we had Slack and people were emailing still. So we actually just cut it. We just said no more emails. We're, uh, we're disabling everybody's accounts that, that need it for just internal uses. And this is what we're doing. So what I would do if I had to do it over again is I would do a, a better job communicating what we were doing. I would do a, um, a kind of a, a birthday or a tip-off day or, a, you know, the first day of Slack um, and, and make it a big deal. We didn't really do that. We just said, hey, on Monday we're going to implement this. I think if you do that, it, it can be a little bit more fun. I'm not even getting into the really cool fun things about Slack too of, of how they set up emojis and how, you know, we have certain days that we just we, we try to talk as much as we can through <laughs> through emojis or, or little GIFs. Um, so, the the fun aspect of the communication culture is way more fun than email. It allows you to uh, to really almost express yourself when you're communicating with with employees and 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 internally. Um, all these guys like kind of have their own way of 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 showing and, and talking. So it's kind of cool and it's kind of fun. And I think it's it's made us talk to each other more. 
and it's really helped the, the whole culture of the organization from, from our attitude and effort standpoint um, to not only talk more, but, but, but to have some, some fun with it too. So I hope that, that that helps a little bit. I would uh, definitely take a peek at the free version. Um, I, I, you might not even need the paid version. It is so cool, and, and it's so um, expansive in, in what they offer, even with that, like I said, with that paid version. So, again, thank you very much. That's that's uh, that's what I got for you guys for this week. Um, I hope that that answers some of the questions that I got on, on digging a little deeper into how we're using Slack and, and you know, some of the channels and, and how we have things set up. Um, again, as a cheap plug that I do every week, we do have advice from a call center geek book. It is on Amazon. Um, if anybody is interested in that, please uh, pick that up. It's super cheap. It's under ten bucks, and I think the uh, uh, the the ebook version is like three dollars. So, just wanted to kind of get some of that stuff out there. Again, please like us on Facebook. Please go to our Twitter account and follow us. We're trying to post some really cool stuff. Again, that's advice from a call center geek. And finally, we do have the call center geek community, which you know I, I think we're up to about twenty five people. So, if we can, uh, if you can go to signup.callcentergeek.com. Just give me your name and email address, and we'll get you some some really cool blog posts, some private webinars, some some more uh, private community stuff that that we'd like to to really get involved with, with some of you guys on. So, again, thank you very much, and I will uh, I'll talk to you next week on the Geek. This has been advice from a call center geek. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you're the first to hear next week's episode. Jam-packed with actionable takeaways, you can implement ASAP. Chime in with your thoughts on the episode on Twitter at from underscore geek and on Instagram at call underscore center underscore geek. Also, take a look at our contact center operations book by the same name, Advice from a Call Center Geek on Amazon. This podcast is sponsored by ExpediaUSA.com. 